What's up? And welcome back to another episode of the Super Weirdos Shattered News Podcast. We have a great episode for you. We've got fantastic stories of people getting what's coming to them, next level hide and seek, stupidity, amnesia, as always a good percentage of uni stories are food crimes, and as always nothing we say should be taken seriously. Then to top it off, we have another original song. So here we go. Every now and then, you'll find that as I'm researching stories, I don't know how to make a punchline for a story, but I see a story that's just like, man, (laughs) that really sucks. (laughs) And I have to share it with you. Okay. So I was reading a story today about this funeral in Peru. Okay. In like the Andes Mountains, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they had this wake for this dude who died. And... Somehow or another, like the food was contaminated with pesticides and 20 people at this funeral had to be hospitalized and nine of them died. So you literally had this one guy die (laughs) and then nine more people died just from eating the food at his funeral. I've been to some funerals where that could have happened. And I'm like, that's... That's not good. Like, if you're planning a party, that's not the outcome you want. No. Even at a funeral, having half of the attendees die, that's never going to be considered a win. No. I feel like that's kind of the opposite of what you would like to have yeah. have happen at a funeral. There's, usually, a, there's already enough death. Yeah, usually you just want people to, you know, walk away. <laughs> just, not at this funeral. Just grieve. Apparently in Peru, it's like... You try and take as many of the family out with you as you possibly can. I guess so. Maybe that was the goal. Maybe it was like, you know what? I hated all of you when I was alive. And you know what I actually coming with me. Yeah. You know what I actually thought of? (laughs) I thought maybe for a second, like, you know how like families like to get buried together in like funeral plots and stuff like that? Oh, okay. I was like, what? I thought maybe there was like like, you know, today only (laughs) discount. (laughs) So like, look. The only way we get to use this discount if it's at least 10 people. <laughs> so we got to have at least 10. So, I mean, they got the guy who's already in the box, and then they took out nine more with the food. Discount safe. <laughs> I mean, there are some cheap people out there, let's be honest. I mean, I, I guess that's the case. Maybe that's what the Egyptians did back in the day, because I know that they were doing some stuff where they Man, were like... Man, they love to bury the whole family with Yeah, they're like, you know what? All my servants, all my family. You got to know that when someone was sick... Everyone in the family was trying to get them better because they knew <laughs> what if Tut could goes, be done. if Tut goes, <laughs> he's the one who's dead. I'm the one who has to get buried in a tomb and die of starvation. I feel, this isn't cool. That's where there's uh, no light. There's no checkers, chess. That's where Xbox lookalikes really started. Yeah. 
Yeah. People were like, I want you to look just like me. No particular reason. No reason exactly, no. except the fact that I want you to look exactly like me. Yeah. It wasn't good to be poor <laughs> back then. Because you know it was the poor lookalikes who were like, like oh, oh man. I'll do it for the money. This would be great. I got some good gig like being a lookalike for some reason. Hang on a sec. Why are, <laughs> why are we in here? What? Hey, where are you guys going? <laughs> Wait. No, I don't, I don't understand why we're in the pyramid. Isn't that no. just for the tombs? Isn't that just for when people die? Man, that'd be a hard way to find out, wouldn't it? <laughs> what a great job. Oh, no benefits. This isn't good. No benefits. Okay, so a wildlife reserve in South Africa says that a group of rhino poachers. Yes. Oh, just wait. Got eaten. <sighs> isn't, doesn't that just make you feel good? It does. Got eaten by a pride of lions. After the poachers broke into the park at some point. It, it originally in my notes said earlier this week, but it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> so it was definitely more than a week. Well, at this we're point. not very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't so, forget that. <laughs> so Nick Fox, the owner of uh, the Sibuya Game Reserve, said that a staff member spotted human remains near a pride of six lions. He said the poachers had come equipped with a high-powered rifle, a silencer, wire cutters, an axe for cutting out the rhino horns, awful, and enough food to last several days. Yeah. Fox said he's not sure how many of the suspected poachers were eaten, but the crew must have included at least three people, since that's how many pairs of shoes and gloves were found. When asked why the lions didn't eat the shoes, Fox simply said that, well, the lions have good taste, and the shoes were Crocs. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, it's amazing oh. the side of them didn't make the lions puke up the poachers. It may not have been the reason for the attack, but let's be honest, it's not. it definitely didn't help. Yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I didn't realize that African poachers were actually all octogenarians from Florida. Things you learn. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. Bling. Yeah, but you got to be really happy anytime you hear the words poachers and got eaten. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I know, honestly, I saw that story and I was like, I, I have to give more attention to the yeah. story because it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, the story would have been better had it been like they were slowly eaten alive by ants. <laughs> but I'll take lions. I, you I know those like lions. lions. Well, yeah, but lions are like, you're going to be dead pretty quick. I feel like it's almost even better. It's kind of like one of those things where like family, like like maybe you have a brother or sister and you pick on them. Yeah. But if anyone else picks on them and it's the same with like these lions, they're like, oh, no, we'll eat the rhinos. We'll definitely eat the rhinos all yeah. day. But you. No. No, sir. No, no, no. Not with your high powered rifle with a silencer. Yeah. Mm, how about no? Mm, bye. <laughs> oh, what a hard way to go. Yep. Hope you said bye to your family. No one cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. All right. What you got, Uni? So, I want you to imagine for a second you work in a restaurant. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you it's work. Not a stretch. I've worked in. Sure. You've never worked. <laughs> I've asked your dad. Wow. <laughs> so, imagine you work in a restaurant. 
and you go to open the freezer and a man jumps out of the freezer at you and grabs a knife and starts swinging it. Whoa. So get this. This dude, Carlton Henderson, 54 years old, in Boston. He was originally arrested in St. Louis last year on charges of double murder. Whoa. From the 80s. It was a cold case that they reopened. So anyway, this dude has his lawyer fight something about his, his the evidence that they put in, and they let him out on his own recognizance waiting for trial. And he bolts St. Louis. Shock. Runs to Boston. Yeah, shock of all shock. So he runs to Boston, and this genius decides to hide in a freezer in a restaurant. And he spends... <laughs> Three days in the freezer in a restaurant. Three days? Until someone finally opens the door, and he jumps out and says, get away from me, Satan, grabs a knife, and tries to stab employees. But of course, you know, this dude's a criminal popsicle, so not much of a fight he puts up. Literally gets subdued by the employees, falls over, and has a heart attack and dies. (laughs) I, there's not even a punchline there. He's the punchline. <laughs> I mean, he runs away and hides in a freezer. In a freezer. I mean, I, I, I've never heard I'm of any... You, I'm going to tell you this. He's a stone-cold killer. <laughs> and there it is. There it is. Um, I've never heard of, like, cold making you kind of lose it, like, your... Marbles. I mean, I think he might have been already crazy. I know, but it definitely seems like the cold didn't help. I mean, well, I guess, I guess. I think that's why he had lack the heart of attack. oxygen. Yeah, and lack of food. And then he jumps and out water. And you know, there's a drastic change in temperature, and then you're automatically trying I mean, to. You said your, what? Three days. Three days. So three days without water, and you're on the brink of death. Yeah. Wow. Hit himself in a restaurant freezer. <laughs> Genius. Crime doesn't pay. Carlton Henderson, everybody. Your hero. So, <clears throat> if we're talking about heroes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Winona Ryder. <laughs> and, What'd she steal this? And time? Keanu Reeves. <coughs> hey. Hey, I, that's where the hero came from. No one I love Keanu Reeves. About Keanu Reeves. Or on the press tour for their new movie, Destination Wedding, which... Keanu, what? I know. Anyway, um, <laughs> Winona revealed that she actually believes her and Keanu got married over a decade ago while filming Dracula together. She was quoted, this is not a joke. I mean, there's a joke coming, but. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a joke. You're listening except, to the wrong show. Except, except for the joke. Yeah. Except for the joke also. Um, she was quoted as saying, no, I swear to God, I think we're married in real life. She then explained that during the filming of the 1992 movie, the director used a real Romanian priest to perform the entire ceremony, which they filmed from beginning to end. She went on to say, we shot the master and did the whole thing. So I think we're married. To me, this is just proof that she's a better actress than I ever realized because I mean, none of the characters she's played seem completely dumb, (laughs) weird. Absolutely. Definitely weird, but not just 
genuinely completely stupid. stupid. Yeah, I, I mean, stupid. did the priest use your real name in the ceremony I'm or the character's name? I'm guessing. Did you that. sign a marriage license? You're not married or very smart, apparently. <laughs> um, although the, I've said this for years about Tom Cruise, it's the same thing. Uh, I mean, he to me, he's an amazing actor because all of his characters seem to be completely of sound mind. Yeah. And I mean, in real life, that dude is cuckoo for, for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, he's not a healthy individual. He, he not healthy. Has lost it a bit. Yet all of his characters seem totally. Yeah. You know. And you know what's funny is I like. Almost any, normal. Anytime, anytime you see people interviewed about working with him, they always say. He's like the greatest guy in the world to work with. And then all of a sudden, like five minutes later, he's on a Scientology video saying, this one's to the great leader, LRH. And you're like, what? I don't understand what how you left that interview and went to that interview. Yeah. But great actors. I, I mean, he is one of the best. Undeniably, he is a great actor. Yes. So speaking of Romania. Oh. Yes. Segway. Man, there's nothing like a good segue. <laughs> Not even planned. Boom. So January. Constantine Relu. Why is everyone from Romania Constantine? That's I don't know. That's the first question. I don't know. Because you know what's interesting? Constantine wasn't from Romania. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Emperor Constantine. Do your history. Not from Romania. He got some bad news. Okay. Turns out he was dead. <laughs> yeah. So is this like in Hackers? Bad news. When yes. it was just a clerical when error? Agent, when Agent whatever his name was, turns out he's dead. No. Uh, he, what? So he, he's from <laughs> Romania, but he goes and works as a cook for 20 years in Turkey. Okay. During that time, his wife has him declared legally dead. So she didn't know he left, or she did. No, she, did she knew. It as like she a just stunt. declared. I don't think it was a stunt. I think she just hated him. Wow. Declares him legally dead. So he comes back home, finds out that his wife has declared him legally dead. <laughs> so then he tries to fight it in the courts, but it takes him too long to submit his birth certificate as proof, <laughs> and so they won't accept. This dude's handing in his own birth certificate as proof that he's alive, <sighs> but he procrastinated too long. And didn't get the documentation in time. So they literally refused to believe that he was alive as he's standing in front of them. So in reality, procrastination killed him. <laughs> he, he literally there you have died. it, kids. He literally there you died. have it. Procrastination all, can kill you. When all of your parents tell Legally you. kill you. Procrastination is going to kill you someday. It actually could. Bingo. It actually could. Know your role. Shut your hole. Well, just. You know, that's my motto for marry children. a wife that doesn't hate you. Yeah. There's <laughs> that too. She was not liking him. Man. Okay. You're up. So I've got some throwback news. Apparently. <laughs> that, is, that is. You'll see. Okay. You'll see. Those two terms don't Just seem like they go together. <laughs> throwback news. Yeah. You'll see. It's new. It's old news come to light. I guess. Things that happened years ago that are just now coming to light. Okay. Apparently, after Batman Returns, of course. there was a script written for a spinoff movie 
for none other than Catwoman. And that is the best one. The Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman. Truth. The story was that Catwoman gets amnesia and forgets that she is Catwoman. But supposedly she still becomes Catwoman at night in an almost like Jekyll and Hyde type way. So she wakes up every morning with no memory of what Catwoman did the night before. And all I could think when I read the story was, if only I could wake up one day and not remember all the Batman movies not made by <laughs> Tim Burton and Chris Nolan. Uh, wow, yeah. <laughs> but I at the same time, at the same time, I was like, you know what? You're. I think. I think you're overreaching. I think <clears throat> if I could just wake up tomorrow and not remember a Batman suit with nipples, <laughs> I would take it. Just that. I would take just it. that. I'll take Val Kilmer. Honestly, Batman Forever is not as bad as the nipple suits. Which it's one's, not as bad as people. Is that the say. one with? That's the one with Chris got, O'Donnell. Yeah, and like uh, and Nicole well, Kidman and Chris O'Donnell was in the nipple one too, but. It, forever was the one where he was introduced. Okay. And Nicole Kidman and Jim Carrey. And what's the one? Tommy so Lee Jones. What was the name of the one with Mr. Freeze? and That and was Batman the, and Robin. Oh. And it's that one the was worst. Terrible. That was actually That's the George Clooney against, one. Yeah. And yet George Clooney's still like he's so still beloved. George Clooney. Even after that. Yeah, but he's Clooney. You know, he can... It's like... He does stuff. It, that, I believe, if anything proves... What a stinker that movie was. It was that you have this A-list star that everyone loves. And it still is hated. Yeah. Like, universally That's hated. That's a crime. That movie is a crime. And George Clooney will be the first person to tell you it's a crime. <laughs> I think it was just one of those situations where, like, look, if somebody offered you no. to play Batman, you're not going to turn it down. No. You're going to say, Okay. And you got to roll the dice. The end of the maybe day, it'll be good. Maybe it'll be bad. At the end of the day, you still get to see a script ahead of time. I, yeah, you could definitely put some stipulations the in the day, there, especially gonna, if you're as big a star as yeah, Clooney. Maybe you start How about with I look at the script first. Maybe you start with, I don't want any nipples on my suit. <laughs> what point do the nipples serve on the suit? None. Absolutely none. I mean, we already know the nipples serve no point on a man. <laughs> Why are you enhancing that fact by adding them now to an exoskeleton? I guess the only the only thing I can think of this is, is a that stretch already because then there's no justification for it. The only Let's thing go. I can think of is that it was a distraction to get people talking about anything other than just how bad the movie was. That's when you know the movie's <laughs> gonna be bad if you have to put nipples on a suit because you're like, you know what, this script sucks. Put nipples on the suit. Wouldn't like, it be that's great the if if that was just such a clear indicator of a bad movie? Like instead <laughs> he, of having even the to the costume read designer reviews, knew how bad it was. <laughs> you don't even have to read reviews. You just watch the trailer and you're like, were there nipples on that suit? <laughs> I'm just double checking. I'm fairly certain there were nipples on that suit. Right? I'm pretty sure that was a Tom Ford suit, but I think <laughs> I saw nipples. Which means this movie is gonna be absolutely terrible. Ooh, Tom Ford has really taken a turn for the worst. This is not Savile Row, people. I don't know. I definitely feel like there are some people out there who would go full Mean Girls, and even if they were on there, they'd be like, oh, I guess that's cool now. I guess we'll just have to add oh. nipples to suits. Yeah, all suits have nipples. <laughs> oh, your suits don't have nipples? Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. You must not be. Do nipples have carbs? You must shop at the bargain bin. <laughs> did you get that at Goodwill? Because there's no nipples on your suit. Maybe I did. 
And I'm glad that it doesn't have nipples. <laughs> Vintage. All right. All right. So what I'm going to talk to you about. We got time for one more, maybe. I got to, I'm going to talk to you about a crime. That is, I got two more. That I have okay. To do. Well, let's just do two but then. Let's just I have to talk me. to you about a crime. Yeah. We, you don't have anything anyway. <laughs> let's be honest. Some of us are prepared. Some of us are Jake. <sighs> so imagine the worst possible crime you could think of. Okay. And I'm going to tell you something worse right now. Okay. This dude in China is delivering food. He gets caught on closed circuit television in an elevator committing what I can only describe as a hate crime. He's a Chinese food deliverer. Well, if he's delivering I'm just imagining where this is going now. Well, hang on. If he's delivering Chinese food in China, is he just a food delivery man? <laughs> he's just delivering cuz it's kind of like like cancels he's itself just delivering out. Yeah, food. He's just a food delivery guy. So anyhow, he gets in the elevator and on the way up to the dude's floor opens the bag of food and literally starts shoveling the guy's food into his face. So he's like slurping his wonton soup out of his container, eating his lo mein out of the container, all that sort of stuff. And then as he gets to the floor, he packages it all back up and delivers it. Empty? No, he just had like huge bites out of it and stuff like that and like drank half the soup and stuff oh, like that gross. and then delivered it. So I want you to imagine your food delivery guy brings you your pizza or your Chinese food half eaten. Oh. Like his face has already been in your food. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Thanks for that. Now I have to be worried about that every time I may order Chinese food. And I saw the you video can't get away of this, this with a dude pizza. is literally like, yeah, obviously. But he's literally in there, like, huffing soup into his mouth as, he's, Aww, as the elevator's going up. I feel bad up. for him now. What if he's, like, starving to death? Who would do that that's not starving to death? Bad people? <laughs> You're giving him way too much. I guess. Nope. I just feel... Nope. Oh, man. That's nope. brutal. Don't touch my food. <laughs> You all bets are off when you come to you. Don't touch food. my food. Joey doesn't share food. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Joey doesn't share food. Well, what else? Yeah. So let's see here. Oh, no, I do have. This is a public service announcement, though. This is not actually a story. Da, 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 da. In the dis- from the disgusting That's the public files. service announcement. Great. Audio. Yeah, that's. Jingle. <laughs> We're high budget here, folks. <laughs> high budget. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Goodbye, listeners. We miss you already. Both of you. <laughs> okay. So. No one has emailed us. No. Joe. <laughs> By this point, everyone shut it off anyway. But public service announcement. Okay. Researchers have found. <clears throat> I want you to guess. Something that is three times has three times the germs of a toilet seat. Um, beards. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's I'm sure correct. That's not where I'm going with this story, but absolutely, I'm. Yes, that's a very good guess. Gosh. So, guess what it is? Your smartphone. 
That makes sense. The average smartphone that screen. Sense. They found that more than a third of people have never cleaned the screen of their phone. Oh, wow. And they tested for aerobic bacteria, yeast, and mold and found that every area oh. of, a, of a cell phone surface, the screen surface, every area, the front, back, everything, but especially the screen, had higher levels of bacteria than the average public toilet seat. So, wow. Next time you ask to borrow someone's phone, think about that. Ugh. Okay. So, I feel like the next smartphone craze will be like antibacterial surfaces. Yeah, <laughs> or something. I hope so. Yeah. I'm going to give you one more story. Uh oh. You're welcome to edit it out. But I enjoyed this story. Three, two, one, go. Because it's so, it's so typical of like, like Paris stupid. Okay. <laughs> so, so you know when like cities and stuff like that come up with absolutely stupid solutions to problems? Okay. You occasionally hear yeah, yeah, yeah. really dumb. I okay. got you. So in Paris, they got tired of public urination. Did you see anything about I, this? No, but I I mean they got tired I, of public I, I agree. So they've got, I'm tired you know, of it. They've got all these historical... I've had enough. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I don't know if that happens a lot where you live here at Norton Commons, but... Anywho. It happens every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just your dog doing that. Look, it's a problem and I've had enough. <laughs> all right. So they've had, you know, like all along the banks of the river there and everything like that near these historic sites they obviously have these issues with public urination. So in an effort to solve the problem they created public urination boxes. Yeah, that's called a urinal. No, they literally look like a mailbox on the side of the road, on the side of like these public walkways and stuff like that. And you can just walk up to them, unzip, and let it fly into, like, it literally looks like, I've seen pictures of it. It looks like you're peeing into a mailbox. What about females? There's nothing for women. Okay. But women aren't the problem with public urination anyway, <laughs> let's be honest, okay? Not a lot of, not a lot of public squatters. It's not a problem that needs fixing. Yeah, that's, that's not the issue. But oddly enough... People are not super happy about this because why because would they not be happy with not only like this? not only do they not like the idea of it because it's just simply disgusting urine boxes yeah. on the side of all these beautiful places. Yeah, it also encourages public exhibition with every French pervert from the Champs Elysees to Saint Germain whipping it out in public because they're allowed to because they have a public urination box. They can, and the thing about it is, it's one of those situations where you ask yourself, how did no one think this was going to be a problem? How was no one like, hmm, you know, I think this could be a problem. I don't, I'm perhaps having the men pull out their genitals in public could be an issue. Yeah, but I definitely let's create all these urinary mailboxes anyway. <laughs> Perfect idea. Uh, I definitely feel like, uh, Whoever came up with this, yeah, they're not really concerned about that because they're probably one of those creepers. Yeah. Like, you know what they really need <laughs> is just a box I that just we can to. just pee into 
Right on the side of the road. I just need a good pee box. That I just would, need it right there. There is one thing that would make my life complete, and that's a pee box. So if you could create a mailbox that I could... You know what? Honestly, I'm tired of urinating into mailboxes. So let's create one that I can legally urinate into. Let's just make it legal. Yes. And then there will be no problems. Zutalo. <laughs> And then someone's like, um, I, I, I feel like there's a lot of things that weren't thought through with it's this. Just, it's just, here's one of those things. Here's one of those things. And I'll conclude with this concept. I, there are a lot of great inventions out there. There are a lot of really interesting things that people have come up with. A lot of great yeah. ideas and stuff like that. Yeah. But every now and then, okay, and don't get me wrong, there are a lot of fantastic male inventors. But every now and then, guys, it's a good idea to get female input. Because I guarantee if you would have gotten one woman with half of a brain and said, look, we want to create mailboxes on the side of public places for men to pee into, they would have been very clearly, I would have to say, responsive along the lines of, yeah, no. Mm, no. Here's what's so... What's no one wants to walk by the dude who's peeing into a mailbox. Here's what I don't understand. Would it really have been that much more expensive to just go full porta potty and just make it I don't know. an enclosed space? Because then you're not bothering anyone. Well, the question like, you have to ask yourself is... Just go is, inside, completely private. You're not, you're not a super creeper. You're not do anything. Do the French have porta potties? <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. That's a good question. I mean, maybe, maybe they just need thing. that technology. They need <laughs> they need to know. Oh, why didn't we think we of that? We should have put all for walls. We haven't shared the plastic urine box technology <laughs> with the rest of the world. We're hoarding. We should We're, we should have shared those stink <laughs> palaces. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh. <laughs> with oh. the world. That could be our number one export. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we've already got all the racist and anti Semitic Comments are already scrawled on the inside, so you don't have to add your own. We've already taken care the of that. The murals for you. are taken care yes. of. Trust We've me. We've already done all the work. And don't worry. <laughs> the seats are already pre-littered, oh. so you don't have to worry about any of that. So mm. gross. Fresh. Forecastle anyone? <laughs> and now the super weirdos present. A shameless, sappy love song. Like, for real, though. My girl. My world. My boob. This song goes out to you. Pio needs R2, Bond needs Martini, shaking Cinderella needs a shoe. Rachel needs Ross, Pinky needs the brain, teeth need to be floss. Peter Parker needs Mary Jane. That's right, we go together. Peanut butter and jelly. And the Blutes Buttercup and Wesley Rocket and Groot Lola and Bugs Purple 
Joker and Harley Quinn. all she wrote hope you had an awesome time we definitely did we're still waiting on that first listener email if you want to write your own joke or funny story or you know just let us know that you're listening please email us at superweirdosnews at gmail.com we would love to hear from you also please subscribe tell everyone how much you love it unless you hate it then maybe just keep that to yourself. Anyway, the next episode will be arriving soon, so stay awesome, kiddos. And remember, don't believe everything you hear.